Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, <coughs> politics, and religious nonsense and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, when that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't join us there, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the world versus Joe Rogan and Spotify. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the idea that Jupiter isn't real. Ooh. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, the the reasoning is amazing. <laughs> but first, uh, let's start off with some politics stuff, because Justice Stephen Breyer says he is retiring. He uh, announced this week that he would be retiring, and there was a huge sigh of relief, and uh, I think throughout the Democratic Party, because really, the whole, everything that happened with Ruth Bader Ginsburg... Mm. It was going to happen again. Like, he's not going to die while Biden's in office. I think Biden has a bigger chance of dying in <laughs> office. And, uh, you know, then he would retire or die when, when Trump is back in office. And then it would be, you know, seven to two. Does it really uh, make like a difference? Now? Right. Right. Let's not Compared make it worse. Six, three? <laughs> I think that dude is tapped into my Discord. <laughs> Justin, Justice Breyer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because we were talking about it one night and the next morning he decided to retire <laughs> we were bitching and moaning and i was like this is all ruth bader ginsburg fault <laughs> for not leaving when obama asked her to what the fuck is wrong with these people like what is so great about being in the supreme court blah 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 and then he was like i heard you jared i was listening i was tapped in and i'm out and he's like 83 so can- why would you want to work till you're 83 that doesn't make any sense well you can ask that about all of them true well yeah what is the allure of staying in there? Power, money, but what? But, I mean, how much do they get paid? Yeah, the money is, yeah, I can't imagine it's, it's it's not, you know, millionaire money, I don't think. I mean, I understand you could probably translate that into other things, writing books or whatever, what have you, but you've, how long has he, he's been a, since Clinton? Something like that, yeah. Right? So the justices, I just looked it up, the justices make 2656 thousand dollars a year the chief justice gets 277 hmm. so i mean is that a, a lot of money I sure. mean, that, that makes them really well off but and washington money that's not as far as personal right. wealth right. but yeah california money enough. that's you know that's a bungalow <laughs> but i i understand you get other things you get speaking engaged whatever you get extra but i'm saying like you've been in there this long if you retire now you could still do that shit yeah, yeah probably more so yeah, I mean, you're set. And no, nothing that they're going to do is ever going to fuck your life up because you'll be right. dead in 10 years. But I, That's probably the, the – the, they think that they're in a position to help guide the, the country. They think that they're in a – it's an ego thing more than anything else. Oh, they I think, have to think so. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not you know an ego thing like it is for Trump. It's an ego thing. But it's a you – know, I'm helping to you know set the country on the right path kind of ego thing. Well, thanks, Ruth. They're, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Now we have another so there 60 is, years. Uh, 
Go ahead. There is an article on uh, Slate that I thought was interesting, uh, basically saying, yeah, we, we shouldn't really miss him that much. Um, he was absolutely so eager to meet in the middle mm. of any argument. He, his epitome, he wanted to find the middle ground on every argument. So it pushed, and the Republicans learned that very quickly, so it pushed things to the right more and more and more. Yeah, you can't keep giving and giving without expecting something in return, without getting something in return, and they're not giving you anything in return, so... Hmm. So now we're gonna get a sassy black woman, right? Yep. Apparently. <laughs> I don't... So, the Republicans are freaking out, and I'm not really sure which side to take. Like, I keep arguing with myself. My first thought was, why would Biden come out? I mean, this was part of his campaign promise, but why would he do that during the campaign and say, I will put a, a black woman in on the Supreme Court? Like, sure, I understand that's his desire to do to help balance out the court, more equally represent the people uh, in the country. But why would you come out and say it? Like, why wouldn't, in my mind, I would be, to me, it makes more sense to just say, I will appoint the best person possible. And then behind closed doors, say, all right, give me a list of the best possible black women, like, not make it public, because then it gives the Republicans all that meat. Because some fucking liberal asshole will bitch and moan that it's that it, even if he doesn't say it, it'll be a whole fucking thing. Right. And he was telling, he was telling, you know, the black women of the country, I've got your back. I mean, think about it this way. He was, he's not picking a, there are hundreds of people that are qualified to be um, on the Supreme Court. All he, and uh, they're absolutely qualified people. There's hundreds that he could pick from. He could pick somebody that looks just like him. But instead, he's picking somebody that is a black woman who is equally qualified to the hundreds of other people that are in the list of possibilities. And he's doing I, it because I, they're underrepresented. So but I but I also understand where Ray's coming from, where he's like, shouldn't it in a perfect world, it should just be the most qualified person. Right. And well, I'm not even sure that I'm saying that. What I'm saying is that you you just say you'll you'll pick the most qualified person, and then you do try and even it out. And then when the most qualified person you come out with just happens to be a black woman, like it, it But she's it takes way away out she's, the, she's way outnumbered by the white men though. Sure. I, I don't know why there needs to be clarity on qualification. Mm. Like, oh, he's absolutely going to pick the most qualified person. Yeah. And like Karen said, there are hundreds of equally qualified candidates. Right. But he wants to pick someone that will further his political agenda, which is both fine and disappointing. <laughs> but um, But that's what I wanted to say. I'm like, on the same token... This is a court that should represent everybody. So there should be a yes. black woman, a black male, yeah. you know, all the way around the line. It's just, it's unfortunate that we live in a country that it, it has to be that way. That you just can't go, did I say token? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Jesus, <laughs> fuck you, Bridge. Uh, <laughs> it just, I just feel, I mean, I, I, that we don't live in a country where you could just have the most qualified people and not worry about that. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Like, you gotta have, you know... Representation. Yeah. Yeah. But again, but like, I I guess it's just hard. It's, 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 it sucks that you do need a black woman to represent black women. Like in a perfect world, anybody could represent a black woman because they're just American. You know what I'm, do you understand what I'm saying? Well, but that's not true though. No, 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 no. But that's not true though. That could be true one day. It's not true now. I know that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. It's never true. I mean, you're telling me it'll never be true. No, it'll never be true because let's let's say that um, 
So for the longest time, the only people that were on the Supreme Court were men. And there were perfectly, you know, fine and well-intentioned men that were on the Supreme Court, but they never looked like me. They were never the same sex as me. So it's never a position that I can see myself in. Until somebody that is in that position looks like me, I don't know that I can actually aspire to do that as a child. So it is important for representation. Right, but you're talking about where we are now. I'm talking in the future where shit like that should not matter. I don't know that it doesn't always matter, though. But it should. I mean, if all things being equal, it sh- eventually it shouldn't matter. It should be a black woman could represent a white male. Sure, but for children, it ex- though, it's not somebody that looks like me. But, uh, but those so. children, you that's, that's old time thinking. That people won't be thinking like that. In the Star because, Trek because future, what it, sure. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you get to a point where there's been 50 black women already on the Supreme Court and 50 Spanish women and men, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. So it's not going to say, like, well, it's always been white men. I can't see myself to be like, oh, there's been plenty of black women on the Supreme Court. I could do that. Sure. In in a distant hypothetical Fair, future, it won't be necessary. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's my perfect world that we are not at yet. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. So in the meantime, it is important for representation and for aspira- aspiration for in the next generation. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that I wanted to mention and kind of a, a question that I asked myself is, is this something that Biden did announce and not just to get it out there as a campaign promise, but as something that really, like I said, it, it gave the Republican Party meat, but that's it's racist meat. Like, if you dig in and say, well, why does it have to be a black woman? And you make that argument, you're immediately playing a racist card. Like, right. you're immediately saying, well, you're discriminating against white people, which is hardly, hardly a thing. <laughs> it, I feel like it wouldn't have matter. It doesn't matter who he picks. They're going to bitch and moan. Right. Oh, yeah. As this long, is, as, long yeah. as they're liberal. Yep. You know, so it doesn't matter. So, what, I mean, and again, I hope someone's going to be like, dude, say whatever, because it does, they're going to attack you no matter who you pick. Right, I think hopefully uh, he's finally understanding that. Yeah, I think uh, Obama um, picked somebody, and you know, never got voted on who was middle of the road. And I think that's probably the last time that's ever going to happen, unfortunately. So What's one it? of the the oh, sorry, do you have something? In? Oh no, wait, wait, did who did Obama put that was middle of the road? Gorsuch. He should have been Gorsuch? acceptable. Yeah. You mean Merrick Garland? Sorry, Garland. Yeah, Merrick Garland. He should have been acceptable to the Republicans. He was pretty middle sure. of the road. But that had nothing. He's but clearly it, not. He's clearly a Democrat, or they wouldn't have blocked him. No, it had. But it had nothing to do with his qualifications. It had to do with we're going to make this wait a fucking year because there's a right. Yeah, I mean, I we can guarantee we'll get someone right. friendly to our agenda. A Christian nationalist. I think it was yeah. his. It, it was definitely a, a a qualifications issue because he was not a member of the Federalist Society. That right. was the only qualification they were looking for. Right. Again, you know, we compromise. That was the last time, I think, for a Supreme Court justice. And they don't. They push to the edge. And when we got, what the hell's her name? Three names. Um, Christian fundamentalist. Uh, Christian, Christian fundamentalist. Crazy person. So, Well, I hope he goes that crazy with his pick. Me too. My question is, how does Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema fuck this up for Joe Biden? Right. <laughs> well, but yeah, Kristen Cinema has evidently been getting funded by the by GOP supporters at this point. So I don't know. Could be interesting. So one of the main, uh, one of the top people on the list is apparently Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. A little bit of background on her, and the only thing that I have seen that's negative in any way is when she was questioned about it, she characterized religious liberty as a 
foundational tenet of the U.S. government and said that the Supreme Court has made it clear that the government cannot infringe on religious rights. So she, the whole freedom of religion thing, I mean, it's, it's, is it a big issue? Yes. Is it something that I would say that we, you know, she should not be appointed? No, I just really hope that she isn't as religious fervent as some of her, some of her quotes lead me to believe. Mm. You know what my qualification was when they, I saw the three that they might be picking from? Hmm. I said, pick the youngest one. I don't oh, yeah. Care. <laughs> just yeah, pick that, the youngest one. <laughs> I do agree with that. So, Biden administration and religion uh, leads me to my next thing. The administration has moved to make it harder for religious foster care agents to access exemptions to federal non-discrimination rules. So... Just to, to go over that once again. I didn't administra- understand one word you just said. Yeah. <laughs> so there are foster care agencies that are trying to get exemptions to the non-discrimination rules. There are rules in place where you can't discriminate. You like you can't say, well, they're Jewish parents, so we're not going to we're not going to give them any foster kids. Or they're gay. We're not going to give them foster kids. So but because they're religious foster care agencies, that's exactly what they want to do. And they've been seeking exemptions based on their religion, so that they can get government money and still discriminate against who gets children. Hmm. So the administration is trying to make some some changes to make it harder for them to get exemptions uh, to that law. And the Republicans fucking lost their mind. Apparently, there are like 100 senators and representatives that, uh, including Mitt Romney, just throwing that in there, uh, who wrote a letter to Biden telling him that uh, the HHS should be welcoming child welfare providers, not excluding them. Children are too important to be pawns in your political game. (laughs) Wow. In other words, let us keep indoctrinating the innocent children. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Wow. Not surprising. I just always thought that this used to be more like behind the scenes kind of thing. But now it's... It did. Mm. Not anymore. Yeah, Yeah. not anymore. (laughs) Now that everybody knows there are no consequences... Mm. To anything. Yeah, why why hide your intention? You can say right from the get-go, no matter what, I'm picking a black woman. (laughs) There's no consequences. Or, I'm going to pardon everybody at the January 6th riot if I get... I'll pardon them all, if that's what it takes. There's no consequences. Although, Ian, I've been hearing a lot of shit about Matt Gates this week that they're closing in on him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they periodically reprint that. <laughs> you don't believe it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've heard on this show that the wheels of justice turn very slow, but it's pretty goddamn slow. Yeah. yeah. But I've, I see all sorts of stuff that, like, I have a very, like, naive concept of so many things. And then when I see the news and they tell me that, like, I read an article today... About some guy who just got out of prison. Uh, he was in there for murder, which I used to think was a serious crime. <laughs> but here he it is 21 years later and he's out. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, he murder, whatever. Not manslaughter, not accidental, but murder. 21 yeah. years. Full on, like full on murder. Murdered a four year old. Wow. Lured him into the woods, strangled him, smashed his head in with a rock and then raped his corpse. Oh, 21 years. 21 years. He's out and free. Wow. Because, you know, what? Uh, murder. Psh. Was he rehabilitated? Uh, apparently. Apparently he's better. Hmm. You apparently don't... that's just an oopsie. 
<laughs> you don't believe you don't believe it? I mean, no, so so you're, not so, at all. So you're more in the uh, punishing people by making them go to their room type so deal. Well, you're you're under the nobody can be re- nobody can be redeemed. There is yes, okay, absolutely. I think it's all absolutes, Jared. No, that's what I'm not mask. I mean, don't get no. Absolutely, you're right. Everybody can be redeemed, especially if you strangle a four year old, smash its head in, and then rape his corpse. Well, it's totally redeemable. The only, no the, only re- the only reason I'm asking that is because do you think that he just woke up one day and decided to do that, or do you think that something was wrong with him? Either way, if something inside you greenlights that behavior, you should never see another day. Rehabilitatable. Yeah. So you, but what I'm saying is, do you think he grew up in a? a I'm just asking. Just playing devil's advocate. Grew up in a normal household with normal parents and was well loved with no mental issues, and then just one day decided to do that. There, there are lines. Uh, I don't know his motivations. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I mean, okay. There are lines. Clearly, he's on the other side of the line. I don't know where the line is. Is the problem? I'm just saying, normal people don't smash in four year olds' heads and rape them. Something right. is wrong. Right. How do you get better from that? Yeah, I, you, I don't know. I, it depends on what caused it, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you, uh, do you environmental just, factors. Do you, I perhaps. mean, I, I guess the, the, is I just don't believe in intrinsic evil. You're evil because mm. that's not because when you start playing that game, you start playing the game of like, well, the only reason I don't kill my neighbor is because of God. <laughs> <laughs> I right. I think that there are people that are evil that are have lack no con you know have no conscious no societal no empathy no I agree the term is psychopath yeah or sociopath depending on how much evil they're committing and why they're committing it right I, I don't I don't think that's fixable I think they can um, pretend that they're not sociopaths or psychopaths but that's 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 a mechanical issue and they should not be in society and I think they're well the to- I'm just saying not everything's black and white. Sure. I have to assume if they let this guy out that they just did not decide to just let a fucking child murderer rapist out on a whim. Or there's a possibility that they did not really have enough proof to go to trial and this was a plea agreement to get him off the street for as as long as they possibly could. So after everything, Jared, that you have heard on this show and that you have seen in the what I believe are dozens and dozens and dozens of documentaries that you've watched, you believe the people in charge of making that decision work hard and are doing a good job? Mm-hmm. Um, listen, everybody's different. I'm just saying I, I just can't imagine that that one would just slip by. Now, granted, I would also granted, like to believe that that couldn't happen. But granted, I, listen, I am making this statement based on very little knowing anything about this right, story. Right. We have not we have not researched this case in right, any way. I don't know anything about it. I agree. That was an unexpected tangent for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me and Ian. We like to fight about jail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's called profane argument for a reason. So, mm. yeah. you know. <laughs> we all got along. It'd be boring. <laughs> Uh, getting back to some of the political news, uh, another uh, thing that the House Republicans are doing, they've introduced a bill that would block religious accommodations to the COVID vaccine. So if you get a religious exemption for getting vaccinated, which um, um, clearly you're like Amish or whatever the I can't remember what the the Protestant group is that believes in faith healing or there are very, my point is there are very few actual religions that would give you that exemption, but people are getting exemptions all over the place. But in any case, if you were to get one of those exemptions, it would, this bill would make it so that the government cannot keep track 
of your religious exemption anywhere. They can't keep a database. They can't, like, it cannot be part of the federal government information on individuals because they don't want that information to be used against anyone ever in the future. Oh, so they're saying, all right, I'm going to be exempt because I'm, let's say, Mormon. Right. It's, it's, it's another step. Like, they're saying our religious exemptions are already bullshit. Mm-hmm. Can we just not track them so you can't throw it back in our face later when we don't adhere to any of the claims we made? Mm. And the answer is yes, of course. Religion is too precious and too sacred to ever be questioned. So if you don't want that vaccine, just tell your HR person that you prayed on it and God told you you shouldn't do it. So Boom. Religious exemption. You're good. Right. But you can't the, – other than checking now, the, the box – the fact that you're not a religious person doesn't matter. Right. And the, the your, your HR department has no right to know what religion it is anymore. They just need to give you the Correct. exemption and then look the other way. Correct. Because privacy of religion. I'm going to use yep. my religion to get an exemption, but you, but you can't track it. Interesting. Correct. Hmm. Which – as it just boils down to, it's a way for the GOP to try and stick it to the man again and try <laughs> and reduce the power of government. Like, I think that's all it comes down to. Yeah. If you want to, you know, reduce the chances of you surviving COVID, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I understand that. The problem is that then gives the virus a place to live and thrive and mutate and yeah. affect us all yet again. Yep. All right. I'm moving on to Joe Rogan. Oh, God. (laughs) I've heard of him. He seems nice. I have. uh, I don't know about that. I have no transition. But so the whole Neil Young, Joe Rogan, Spotify story. I want to try and summarize it real quick. Basically, Joe Rogan is exclusively, I think, on Spotify. Uh-huh. Um, so sure. all of all of his stuff can be listened to on Spotify. He's constantly putting out misinformation. Neil Young had enough and said, look, I'm pulling all of my music off of Spotify unless you get rid of all this mis- misinformation and stop hosting all of Joe Rogan's shows. He was not the only one. Joni Mitchell uh, also said she was removing her movie or her music from Spotify and... Uh, Spotify came back and said, look, you do what you got to do, but, uh, they didn't say this, but basically we make a lot of money off Joe Rogan's podcast, (laughs) so we're going to stick with it. So there's an article on, what is this? iMore.com. I'm not familiar with the site at all, but it details the, uh, the fact that Spotify's customer service has been overwhelmed with cancellations. To the point that they will now not allow you to cancel your Spotify service. Hmm. They are Is telling that people, legal? No. I don't know how. But yeah, they, they're saying you cannot cancel your subscription. Uh, customer service is uh, not allowing them to, to cancel at this time. We're going to hmm. put you in a cooling off period where you can think about it. Maybe <laughs> right. you'll forget about this Joe Rogan shit. And their stock has taken a hit. They've lost $4 billion in valuation in the stock market. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the company is worth a lot less now. In the meantime, Apple has decided to make a We Love Neil Young section of iTunes. <laughs> Apple Music, it's not iTunes anymore. Scumbags. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I heard they also put a warning on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast if he, if he is talking about COVID-19. Yeah. And he said he would do better. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to fuck this deal up either. 
So uh, I kind of wish a bigger star would would pull. Not to say I, Neil yeah. Young's not big, but mm. I mean, right? No, I, I I agree. I feel like for for what Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and India are are trying to do, you know, you would need movement more than that. Now, so I guess to what extent, what what expectations do do people have for Spotify and for Joe Rogan, for that matter, like in this issue? Like what what level is I feel like from what I'm hearing uh, from various articles and whatnot, uh, a large portion of society has decided that we shouldn't bear any personal responsibility for this because Joe Rogan has a big platform. He is obligated to say what we tell him he's allowed to say. And if he does it because he's miss like if you're listening to the Joe Rogan experience <laughs> And he says, well, I'm here with Aaron Rodgers, and we both think the vaccine is a bad choice. And you go, yeah, thanks. I agree with you. Like, why is that Joe Rogan's fucking fault? Why can't anybody take responsibility for their own actions? I'm not. Joe Rogan is giving out misinformation. Yes, he is. They are saying, you said they've added a warning at the head of the show that says some of this might be misinformation. Right. Is that accurate? Yes. So you're listening to a show. By an MMA commentator who is also a stand-up comedian. And he's giving you medical advice. And some people are taking to, choosing to take this as absolute fact. That's on them. Why hey, hey, is hey. that on Joe Rogan? Mm. What? Do you, well, it's not on Joe Rogan. It's on Spotify. It it's, it's on Spotify. Why? Because prior to this, Joe Rogan had his own platform and can say whatever the fuck he wanted. And it didn't matter. Right. Now, so does, does Spotify hear me, hear, have hear me rules out. and regulations me about out. misinformation? It doesn't matter what rules they have. Spotify now hosts him and paid him. Right. So therefore, if people want to bitch and moan, it's to Spotify to do something about it. Now, it's in with, well within Spotify's rights to say, fuck off. We don't care. But if it's, Oh, great. Yes. But I it, agree but with But if that. it starts to tank their business, yeah. then- Listen, the people. Oh, yeah, that the people, I get too. I understand how the free market works. Right. I mean, I don't understand what the issue I, is then. Like, it, I mean, oh, I, if you want Spotify I to I, go, hey, dummies, you don't have to listen to him. <laughs> I would be that wouldn't hurt, but it's a more honest reaction. I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> there, there again, there, there is a, a a percentage of people who are following this story, and I don't know. It's not a, a vilified. Everybody is doing the appropriate thing. I just don't think it should be. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't think it's as big a deal as I think people are making it. Mm. I Listen, I – look, my personal opinion is I don't like to listen to Joe Rogan because I don't like the information he's going out. I don't think he should be in jail you know, or any oh, of that no, shit. No, 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 no. Right? I do hate the fact that he is the largest, like, podcast talk show out there now, you know, with uh, God knows how many people listening, and he and he puts this information out. It's, like, annoying to me. So I'm like – Fine. If you could get him off and put him somewhere else, I don't, you know, I feel like we would just be doing better in this country if well, people weren't listening to him. I mean, does Spotify, I've never uh, used Spotify, does it um, suggest podcasts for you to listen to? I mean, do probably. they push? It's, yeah, do they, probably. If, oh, I'm sure. So if they're pushing Joe Rogan's podcast as a, you know, source of information on their platform. Are they? Or are they pushing it as a source of entertainment? I don't right? know. That's my question. No, no, no. It's 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 under entertainment, no doubt. 
But, okay. I, I mean, again... If you treat his podcast like it's the news, that's, that's your own fault. <laughs> but again, people treat Tucker Carlson like it's the news, and it's not. Right. <laughs> and they've been doing that for years. And so, same thing with... Who's that... Oh, Jesus, I can't even remember his name. There's so many of them. The original Tucker Carlson. Fat dude from the Fair. radio, presidential medal of greatness. Alex um, Jones? Rush Limbaugh. Nope, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh. okay. Yeah. Everybody, they've all been doing it for, it's all nonsense. It, actually, Alex Jones is like the only person who's suffered any consequences. Mm. Well, should there be consequences for um, sounding like you're an authority on a subject when you're not and you're actually sp- uh, no, spewing lies? No, no, that's your freedom <laughs> no. of speech. All right. It, the, 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 the issue is this. <laughs> Do you have to wear a sign or a dunce cap when you speak? <laughs> I think the issue no. is this, is that people... Most people who probably listen to Spotify, even though there is podcasts on there, it's primarily a music thing. Mm. And right. it's like, you know, Fox News, well, we know where Fox News is. We know what the, the radio stations that Rush Limbaugh were on, you know, we're all, you know, conservative talk show heads. So, oh my God, I'm losing the thread of my point here. <laughs> like, if if Spotify were all this bullshit, then mm. if it was all podcasts, I don't think it would be resonating as much. But uh, because he's the biggest, because they paid for it, because they're probably pushing it, and because it's, like, the only podcast really going, it's a bigger thing. Mm. And, I mean, you know, kudos to Neil Young to bring in it to people's attention, I guess. Sure. He feels strongly about something. He's using his platform in a different way to to see if he can't... Influence. You know, yeah. influence uh, some people to, to his side. That, right. that seems to be... Yeah, I mean, but again, free I don't market. know how much... I don't know how much Katy Perry and Eminem make off of Spotify. If it's their main source of income, it ain't going to make a difference. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. I'm not. I don't expect it would have to be. You know, again, a customer-driven yeah. thing. If that, you know, if that's what they're shooting for, to the point where they're not allowing cancellations anymore. So, but you're right. Yeah, and they'll, they'll measure each and everything. You know, they've got dozens of of lawyers and accountants and economists on it saying, you know, we're going to suffer this much, but we're going to bring in this much. You know, how how profitable is stance A versus stance B? No one's here is interested in doing the right thing or mm. how they can make the country better. Right. I have a feeling, though, if this if the if the stock does continue to drop like this, that they eventually will let him go because, you know, with all these other companies like remember, remember when Nike uh, put Kaepernick on the ad yeah, and um, I think what just recently I saw one people are bitching and moaning about Carhartt because Carhartt is requiring vaccines to work there or some <laughs> right. bullshit like that. And there's something else. There's some candy company did something or some cookie company. I don't know what the fuck it is, but like, but like we talked with the Kaepernick thing, there are number crunchers at these companies that are like clearly the country is leaning more towards the left than they are towards the right. Mm. Otherwise, Nike wouldn't have touched fucking. Uh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick with a 10-foot pole. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, the M&M thing with the fucking sexy M&M and all that <laughs> shit like that and changing all that stuff, right? Mm. They know where this is going. Now, granted, the liberal, the the left is not the loudest, um, and I'm sure there's people on Facebook right now going, oh my god, I'm buying extra super subscription to Spotify now because they have Joe Rogan. But that clearly is not enough that's going to be able to sustain them if enough liberals are like, fuck this, I'm canceling my shit. So... I'm thinking if the he pressure might get stays on at the, at the at the end of his contract. Yep. I don't know. That's my prediction. On February 1st, 2022. <laughs> I mean, it is capitalism in action. Oh, I thought it was I had read earlier here in the Discord that it was an 11-year contract. Ooh. Holy shit. Wow. Well, 
in that case, <laughs> so for, well, no, for how- maybe there's some equivalence there. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. It was a huge contract. I can't imagine it's just for. Oh no, for the eleven. Uh, no, okay. it's a back catalog. So they- okay. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say if it was gonna cost him eleven million dollars to pay him out to buy him out, he's staying. <laughs> eleven million. They lost four billion dollars in valuation, to, and their <laughs> stockholders care a lot about that. I'm very curious how this pans out. Yeah. Another one not so impacting as money-wise, but I found it amusing, is there is another podcast on Spotify. Actually, I think their boss is Spotify somehow. I don't know how the organization really works there. But there's a podcast called Gimlet Media's Science Versus, where they have science versus whatever, and they take on a topic each podcast. I've never listened to it, but it sounds like an interesting kind of thing. The... And they got a, an announcement by the producer, executive producer of the podcast, Wendy Zuckerman, sent a letter to Spotify's um, CEO, president, I don't know, whoever, that basically said, yeah, we're not doing any more podcasts except science versus misinformation on Spotify. They're only going to be doing shows about Joe Rogan and other people posting misinformation in their podcasts on Spotify. That's what their show is now. (laughs) And I found that really amusing. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. No. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Now, are they super big, this show? Like, they bring in a lot of money, or? I didn't actually, I don't, uh, I didn't see anything about how big they were. I I imagine it's it's a pretty decent sized podcast, but Mm. yeah, I don't, I don't really know. What's it called again? We should probably promote it. Science V something? <laughs> it's called Science Versus. Science Versus. Science Versus. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to some news because we spent a lot of time on that. I, I don't know how much time we want to spend on this, but Tennessee School Board has banned the graphic novel Mouse, the Holocaust. Uh, it's about the Holocaust survivor who, like, it's portrayed as as the, the Jews in the story are portrayed as mice and the, the Nazis are portrayed as cats and somehow the Americans are portrayed as dogs. I don't, I don't really get that correlation, but okay. It's, it is a good, a good uh, graphic novel. I don't know. I, apparently they've decided to ban it this is what they said, mm-hmm. due to vulgar words such as goddamn and a depiction of the author's mother naked. However, again, she was rendered as a mouse. She was drawn as a mouse. So it's a naked mouse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that does anybody buy that? that Not they... for one minute. No. Right. Wow. Yeah, the book, ban is kind of, book banning is kind of picking back up again. Yeah. Yeah, in a big way. And I think Going it's- back to our roots. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, I did like that that meme there. It was a tweet saying that there's only one kind of people who would vote to ban mouse, whatever they're calling themselves these days. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Now, did they ban it from the school? Did they ban it from the library? I don't I don't understand school. The, the banning from like you can't bring it into school or I took it out of the school library. Right. It, it was part oh. of the uh, curriculum. Part of the curriculum? Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm. In Tennessee? Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Well, not, not now, more. though. <laughs> no, but still, I would have never pegged Tennessee <laughs> as someone who would have mouse as required reading. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know who snuck that by, but uh, I'm glad the board was able to. Uh, did there, there was a point in time, Ian, we were on an upward trajectory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy smokes. Well, fortunately, that trajectory has changed. Oh, and they, yes, it has. They tend to zero that book right out. And somebody, wow, somebody part of the was, curriculum. How interesting would that be? Yeah, 
Mm. Somebody was patiently waiting for the right time to go, oh, I can finally get that out of here. And <laughs> it won't be a problem. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't think I knew its existence <clears throat> until I was in my 20s at some time. So Everybody yeah. in the 90s, <laughs> if you went to college at, at any point. <laughs> right. It was laying around in someone's room. Yeah, I don't know if it's still prevalent where people still read it. I don't I mean, know, unless, but it unless you go to Tennessee school. <laughs> right. <laughs> But another meme that was going around, and I'm going to misquote it or whatever, but uh, if if somebody is telling you that they're banning a book from school, those are the books you need to to look for. Mm, I don't care what it is. If somebody is telling you you can't read something, read it to find out why. Read it to find out their agenda. I think that goes for – I don't think I would retract that in any case. Who made this decision? The school board? Yes. Yes. Ten to nothing. Due to complaints from parents. Um, Another one. Uh, A mayor in Mississippi is withholding funding to a public library because they have not uh, withdrawn books that he considers vulgar. He personally? Yes. Wow. The mayor gets to decide what goes into the library now. (laughs) (sighs) So the the library contacted- There's not a law saying you can't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there is. Um, oh. <laughs> so the library contacted the mayor's office and said that um, the the library serves the public, so we have to represent the entire community. Why, you know, this it, we have to reflect the diversity of our community. And the mayor said that the library can serve whoever they want, but he only serves the great lord above. <laughs> Whoa! Did he vote you in? Yeah. <laughs> So what what books has he uh, got on his list? Uh, anything that he considers sexual. So basically anything that's LGBTQ, things that uh, he uh, he thinks are vulgar. Um, I was assuming he sent a list, but the thing is, he he stopped the funding and didn't tell them anything. Mm. Like they had to contact his office saying, "Why didn't we receive our funding for this quarter?" to find out. What that was. And apparently, according to uh, a meeting, there was a council for the library board. Uh, there was a question of whether the mayor had legal authority to override the contract with the library system. And the alderman said, um, no, he mm. doesn't. Wow. Like, uh, I'm so, looking at this dude. He's maybe 20 years older than me. Sure. Probably. Mm. I, you know, I'm going to, I mean, you never know. He could be the same age as me. I'm <laughs> not sure. What the fuck was this guy doing in the 70s and the 80s? Like, just living his, like, Spartan lifestyle? Praying to God. I mean, it's just so odd to me. Like, as I'm getting older and I'm seeing people that I grew up with say shit just like this guy. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I grew up with you. I know what you're like. Right. Like, I'm just so, like, I'm always curious about how you get to that point. At that age where you're like, I don't want sexually explicit stuff in the fucking library. Like, first of all, dude, the library is not your biggest problem if that's if that's your <laughs> issue. All right? Log on to a computer, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> no kids going to the library to get their rocks off. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, the last article that I had is from the New York Times. And basically, I don't, I don't recall who said it. But, yeah, uh, it's book banning efforts is spreading across the country. Wyoming, uh, there's... Uh, they're considering charges against the library employees for stocking books like sex is a funny word and this book is gay. 
We got the whole Tennessee thing, Mississippi thing, Oklahoma. There was a bill introduced that would prohibit public school libraries from keeping books on hand that focus on sexual activity, sexual identity, or gender identity. It's still, to me, it's part of the push that the Christian right is doing to, you know, the blitz to try and control as much as possible. 100% true. Good luck. Against the Blitz or with the Blitz? No, it's so like I mean, I, I what they're doing is bad. Don't get me wrong, but kid walks into the library. Can I get out? Uh, this book is gay. No, we banned that book. Okay, pulls out his phone, starts reading it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like books is not where they should. I mean, I'd rather them focus on the books. That's good, <laughs> you know. But it's just so twenty years ago thinking. Twenty? <laughs> Actually, it's more like fifty. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, 20, like when the internet was, you know, we didn't have smartphones and little computers with us True. at all times. True. Oh, you have no sexually explicit books in here? Okay. I don't log on my phone. Go to Pornhub. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's me on my phone. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know phones made that sound. <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> all right. Transitioning to some conspiracy theories for this week. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson again. Ugh. He is he is the king at this point. Uh, he has hosted a COVID-19 panel uh, where he said nobody can tell you the long term safety profile of the vaccines. Nobody. It's unknowable. We haven't taken the time. So he's saying nobody can tell you how safe the vaccines are because they just came out. But then also <laughs> in the same group of people. So he, he got together doctors and medical experts. These are in quotes. Mm. Uh, most of whom promote the uh, unproven medication. And he also, in the same meeting, said, I will embrace anything. I'm completely agnostic when it comes to whatever drug will end this pandemic. Vaccine, I don't care. I want this pandemic over. I want people to live. Except you just were railing against the vaccine, like <laughs> earlier in the meeting. Just so like the, a politician. The vaccine's bad, but I'll do anything. Anything you say, except for that vaccine. The one hmm. thing that we know works. I have hope for the some of the newer vaccines coming out because they are more like traditional vaccines. They're they're not mRNA vaccines. They're protein subunit, whatever vaccines. Novavax seems to be ones that people are super excited about right now. It gives them an out, and maybe that they'll get vaccinated. Who knows? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, Jared, Jared's right about that one. <laughs> Well, I mean, the anti, the strict anti-vaxxers, and you know, vaccines cause um, autism. Yeah, you're not going to get those ones, but the ones that that you know think um, mRNA was created by you know the uh, the Wuhan Fauci conspiracy, maybe we'll take this other one because it's a more traditional uh, vaccine type. Who knows? Nope, I don't. <laughs> I don't think those people exist. I guess is where I'm. Oh. At. Yeah. yeah, like at this point. To suggest that there's someone who hasn't got the vaccine because they're worried about optics? <laughs> well, I think optics is a big part of it anymore, though, because it's so entrenched in their identity that they are anti, anti-vax, anti-these vaxes, that they can't back down. They can't be wrong, because that means they're so right. wrong. But you get a different kind of vaccine. It's an out. At least three of us have a very close friend who was very much against the mRNA vaccines, mm. but was eager to get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because it was, you know, older technology and more trusted. So I, I think those people are out there. Is it going to be 100% sweep? Absolutely no. not. No. But. No, I don't even think it's going to be. I, 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 
I, in my heart, what helps to keep me afloat, Ray, <laughs> is that I would like to think that that person you are referencing is an absolute outlier. The, the simple notion that there are millions and millions of that person in the world, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrifying thought, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Again, I say, how dare you? <laughs> I totally get where you're coming from. <laughs> But uh, no, I'm not at all excited about the idea that improved vaccine technology is going to go backslide because dum-dums got their feelings hurt. Hmm. I do hope that more people, even if it's a small percentage, the more people vaccinated, the better off we are as a species. So yes, yeah. that is accurate. I wouldn't. But say, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm excited or hopeful, but <laughs> I just I don't know. I I I'm. I, I like I like progress. I like to think I'm not excited that this debacle over the last five years means that now I have to go back to fucking pencil and paper voting and yeah, yeah. pulling a lever on an old timey punch card because the ordering screens from restaurants are just too complex. <laughs> God, this backslide won't end. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, okay, back to uh, back to Ron Johnson real quick, though. I forgot there was another article <laughs> oh, I wanted yeah. to mention. Uh, he also voiced and continued to spread the misinformation about another conspiracy theory. Athletes dying from vaccines, according to and it's not just him. I don't remember who else it was, but there, there's hundreds, over 100 professional athletes who just die. They die on the pitch. They die on the field, right, right on the court. They're just what? dying. I am sure that did not happen. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it didn't. Oh, I'm sure he claimed that. Sorry. Hmm. Just to, to not confuse any listeners. Uh, zero professional athletes have died from the vaccine. And Ron Johnson definitely claimed otherwise. Hmm. Again, I don't understand how he can make a statement like this and no one questions him. Like, where you get that information? You got any video of that? Well, he never puts himself in a position where he can be questioned. Oh. Yeah, Makes where it was much it? He, was, he was on two different places. One of them was... On a, in an interview with Charlie Kirk, uh -huh. so from Turning Point USA, so clearly he's not being questioned there. And then I forget what the other one was, but it was another right wing pundit idiot that he was on his show and was saying this. So he's not saying it anywhere that he's, anybody's going to give him any pushback. Yeah, but like when he's walking out of the Senate chambers, aren't there like CNN reporters and be like, "Yo, where'd you get that information from, asshole?" <laughs> Oh, probably. I bet he just keeps walking. Yep. Oh, I'm sure of that, but I'm just saying, like, the very fact that he doesn't come back with it, just to poke a little hole in what he's saying. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Like, I would hope that, like, Manu Raju would, would do that. Yeah. He spends his time putting microphones in people's faces in the Capitol building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, another idiot, and I guess, I don't know, maybe I should have started with her, Sherry Tenpenny. Ugh. Man, she has been in our news so many times. Uh, she is expanded. So she is the one who at the uh, Ohio Ohio Congress, some sort of uh, town meeting thing, she said that people were magnetized. Mm. Yes. She is. Uh, well, oh. let me just tell you what she said. She said that she said that the stated goal, which nobody has stated this, is to depopulate the planet and that the ones that are left either make them chronically ill or turned them into transhumanist cyborgs, manipulated externally by 5G. 
The whole issue of quantum entanglement and what the shots do in terms of frequencies and electronic frequencies that come inside your body and hook you up to the Internet of Things, the quantum entanglement that happens immediately after you're injected, you get hooked up to what they're trying to develop. It's called the hive mind, and they want us all here as a node and as an electronic avatar that is an exact replica of us, except it's electronic replica. It's not our God-given body that we're born with, and all that will be running through the metaverse that they're talking about. All these things are real. All of them. It's happening right now. She sounds stable. <laughs> I mean, she hit a lot of, like, buzzwords. Metaverse. I love the quantum entanglement, because I'm As obsessed. soon as she said quantum entanglement, I'm like, I, I, I need to go hear her speak. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's local. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, damn, the chip just sounds so much easier than what she just said. Right. Because that's some (laughs) hardcore physics shit going on in there to to get us hooked up to the hive mind. The Internet of Things. Using quantum entanglement. (laughs) No less. Yeah. Shit. As opposed to just like a mind control device, you know? (laughs) Uh, That's something. I I mean, that was on Charlie Kirk's podcast, too. Uh, that was actually on Stu, oh, what the hell's his name? Stu Peters' show? I'm not familiar with uh, who that is, but... StuPeters.com. You know what? Yeah. what really fucking pisses me off is that this woman probably has way more money than me mm-hmm. and will be, have a very comfortable life for the rest of her life. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, definitely funny. now she's getting speaking appointments where she can just rattle off these... Nonsensical I know. Why words. can't I? Jesus. I mean, did anybody see uh, Jordan? Is it Jordan? Pe- yeah, Jordan Peterson on Joe Rogan talking about climate change. I definitely did not, but I did hear that there was anti-climate change bullshit going on. I it, maybe it was. I don't know. It was the biggest word salad of bullshit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It made no sense what he was saying, and of course, the human piece of tofu was just fucking nodding along with him. <laughs> it was. It, it's insane, and I'm like. Here's another motherfucker making lots of money. He just strung a bunch of bullshit together that made no sense. Sorry. I, I know you want to talk about how she's spread misinformation, but damn. She, she also, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> she also said that giving children the COVID-19 vaccine is a form of very, 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 very late-term abortion. <laughs> just, yes. <laughs> what a gem. <laughs> You're a special kind of stupid. <laughs> wow. Ow. Couldn't that be applied to anything that would kill a child if you were really thinking about it? <laughs> yeah, but what a much more fun way to frame it. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying like, well, if you took a child and dangled them outside a window when they're 35 is a form of long-term abortion. <laughs> <laughs> very, 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 very late stage. Yeah, like, well, well okay. I think there's another term right, for it. You said abortion point. out loud, so people were shocked and listening <laughs> at this point. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah so since we brought up uh, killing killing children, that that actually <laughs> transitions into my next story. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's a story on Vice News talking about there's this guy who has a granddaughter named Ruby. He got onto a QAnon Telegram group. Uh, Telegram, I guess, is their version of Twitter. Mm. Um, So he's on a anti-COVID, COVID COVID is a hoax, basically, uh, group. Now, just as a side note, I don't have the name of the group. It's not in the article because they didn't want to promote it. But the name of the group did contain the number 88. And if you know what that number means, then, Mm. you know, that should give you a little bit of insight. Uh, I don't. 
I don't. Uh, what does eight, that mean? H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Hell Got it. So right. 88 is saying Hell Hitler. Oh. They love their little codes. Yeah, well, they I really do, do love them so much. They <laughs> Everything's a word game for them. It's so... <laughs> that's, maybe that's all they have. <laughs> maybe they're all real good at Wordle. <laughs> you fucking coward. Why don't you just say hi, Hitler? Man. Why don't you just say fuck Joe Biden? I mean, what... <laughs> So in any case, there's this guy, and he posts to this anti-COVID. Again, this is a COVID is a hoax kind of group. And he posted, my granddaughter is sick, flu-like symptoms. She's six months old. Her mother is worried. She, her mother just had COVID last week. What do I do? Is it safe for me to give her ivermectin? Ugh. This is a six-month-old. The people came back and said... From what I understand, it's safe to give to an infant. However, please stop calling it COVID. It's not COVID. It's just a cold. So they're really angry at him for calling it COVID. But yes, give the baby ivermectin. But if it's just a cold, couldn't Robitussin do the trick? Right. So he comes back on and says, we gave her two doses uh -huh. of ivermectin. Yes. What is recommended on here? She got really sick after that. Is it related? I don't know. Mm -hmm. oh, Jesus. Uh, the baby threw up. Is that a side effect? She's also a tad blue. <laughs> they immediately came back and said, take her to the fucking hospital, which okay. at least they did that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> at least they did that. His response. We don't trust hospitals. I told my son to give her more ivermectin. Yes. Mm. Oh. Oh my God. There's no part of this story that I hate yet. <laughs> the next message said, hospital is not an option. Any other ideas? We already gave her another 50 milligrams of uh -huh. ivermectin. Um, and How then it was a slew. this fucking stupid? Yeah. There was a slew of that baby needs to go to the ER. Do not hesitate. Immediately take the, the baby to the ER. Blah, blah, blah. He eventually comes back on and says, my, my son is taking the baby to urgent care against my wishes. I'm praying for her. It's in God's hands now. No, it was in your hands. Right. <laughs> and you at Who least doesn't trust hospitals, but will take medical advice from some random message board. Right. So several hours later, he posts, God knew what to do, even though I thought the hospital was certain death. Thanks for everyone's advice. So, so finally took her to urgent care. The doctors went, you did what? Save the baby's life. Hours later, sent them home. With instructions not to give her any ivermectin, and uh, yeah, he thank he thanks God. Hopefully, he gets arrested uh, for, for, for saving the baby, attempting the, uh, for uh, child endangerment, involuntary manslaughter, uh, attempted involuntary manslaughter, whatever. Yeah, fucking uh, freedom, religious freedom, Karen. Oh my God, mm? can't stop him from doing that. He should be in jail. Yeah, the kid's turning blue. Let me give them more ivermectin. Yeah. Like, how does this person pay their taxes? <laughs> or heat their house? Like, how do they do anything? Right. How do they function in, yeah. If I could quote Lex Luthor, how does their brain muster up enough electricity to let them breathe? <laughs> like, what is going, I mean, damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just couldn't let that story go. Like, I read it. I couldn't, I couldn't stop reading the story. Like, part of me didn't want to know what the outcome was. But, hey, you know, at least the baby survived. Hopefully, the parents learned something. It certainly doesn't seem like the grandfather did. No. Just amazing levels of, of belief in anti-science, anti-medicine. But you're going to believe idiots on the internet. She's turning a tad blue. Yep. 
All right, something a little a little lighter, a lot lighter. Oh, please. Um, <laughs> uh, but still <laughs> negative. I was very disappointed by this because I kind of like Evangelina Lilly. Uh, she was Whoa. the Wasp. Marvel's the Wasp. She mm. was uh, she's fairly big star, been in a bunch of movies. She has posted that uh, she she said that people need to be wary. Nobody should ever be forced to inject their body with anything against their will. Not it's not safe. It's not healthy. Uh, it's not love. I understand that the world is in fear, but I don't believe that answering fear with force will fix our problems. Uh, she said I was anti-choice before COVID, and I'm still, or I'm pro-choice before COVID, and I'm still pro-choice today. Who is holding people down and injecting them with with the COVID vaccine? Well, I think they're equating it to vaccine mandates from employers or... That's entirely different. (laughs) That is not holding somebody down and injecting them, which is what she's saying. Wow. Right. Well, she's also doing a little fun wordplay there, mixing some things together. Yeah. I'm pro-choice, not anti-vax. Get out of here. Fuck you. And didn't we have an issue with Angeline Lilly a year and a half ago, two years ago at the start of all this? Where she was like, she posted something on Instagram about not, about taking her kids out and not worrying about this and it's not a big deal. And everyone was like, shut the fuck up. And then she was like, I retract everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but that that could easily be the case. Yeah. I, I sort of do remember her sure. doing like some real fucked up statement she made. Well, I ask this. Mm-hmm. Does she wind up in the new Ant-Man movie that's coming out? Or do they yank her? I don't think that what she said was enough for them to, to do anything about it like, in that regard. I would hope uh, not, actually. I mean, I disagree boy, with you, her completely, but... You ever been on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> A couple times. Remember Gina Carano in The Mandalorian? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's she doing now? She's doing movies with uh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Kane. Yeah. I do want to mention, though, the Sumo Lu, who was the uh, Shang-Chi actually came out and uh, kind of like the day that Lily shared her post, he came out and said, I lost my grandparents to COVID. They were waiting for the vaccines and and was all about getting the vaccine and saying, look, spotlighting opinions that are not rooted in facts or science is, is not what we should do. Right. So I, kudos I mean, to she, him. She is perfectly, you know, nobody is going to hold her down and force her to get the vaccine, but it, there are consequences for her actions, though. If you're refusing to get it, you might not have a job anymore. That's the consequence. Your choice. You're free to choose. Yeah, look, <laughs> I, I saw someone post a Black Panther shit, but they went through a lot of shit in, on the Black Panther set because that star wouldn't get vaccinated. Mm. Right. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous for other people to be around you. I mean, I love Evangeline Lilly, too, but if she takes Paul Rudd away from this, this world, <laughs> I'll never forgive her. Mm. Sexiest man alive. <laughs> Such a weird award. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mentioned this in the beginning. It's the last conspiracy story I had. Um, Jupiter. Here's the, uh, here's the thing. They're saying Jupiter can't exist. Specifically, more or more broadly, gas planets can't exist. Mm-hmm. The reason being, it's a simple experiment. If you take a soda can into a vacuum environment and open it up, it explodes. The gas, you know, pours out very quickly, but it doesn't form a planet. (laughs) (laughs) How dense is that can? (laughs) How dense are those people? Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, gas planets... 
gas planets cannot exist. They are all fake. So Jupiter, I don't isn't real. Isn't what NASA tells us it is, I guess. So what do they have any speculation as to what it actually is? Uh, I don't, or I, that it, or that there's actual like solid rock like you can land on it. No, it's just a it's just a painting in the firmament. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mm. Um I don't know what is believed. I I don't know. The theory is that the that's not real. That's all I got. I I got that far and I read the thing about the soda can and I'm like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> I bet you the person that came with this theory is the one who was giving ivermectin to their kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there is an update. The FDA, uh, moving on to the coronavirus stuff, uh, FDA has approved the Moderna. Uh, they, they did the full approval of the Moderna vaccine. Uh, um, out of, out of the, emergency, yeah. Right, they pulled it out of emergency and it's fully approved now. However, what the fuck, Moderna? Could you, could <laughs> you come up with a different name? <laughs> they named their vaccine Spike Vax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk about playing into the conspiracy theorist's <laughs> hand. Like, that's really yeah. a facepalm moment, I think. Like, what? Well, that's a, the, the, the Pfizer one's no better. Comorbidity <laughs> something? I don't remember what it is. Some stupid name. <laughs> Hopefully it's not comorbidity like you just said. But... <laughs> comorbidity. It's comorbidity. Uh, <laughs> comorbidity? Yeah, that's... <laughs> comorbidity. Comorbidity. Clearly. The general populace can tell the difference between those words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, crud. This week's In Memoriam mm. uh, is from the Washington State Trooper. If we remember Robert LeMay, he made the news for a while because he videoed himself quitting. Uh, he was told that he had to get vaccinated or lose his job, and on his last day, he called in and said, this is the last time you'll be hearing from me, and the governor can kiss my ass. Uh, he has now died from COVID-19. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> that, that's all I got. Uh, that's all, it's all it takes. Yeah. Yep. He sure showed them. He did. <laughs> well, What'd you see? Well, there are two people in the news right now. One who needs a heart transplant, and the other one needs a kidney transplant. That are would rather die than take the vaccine, and they're not being offered organs because they won't comply. Sure. With there are a whole bunch of things you need to do in order to get an organ put in you. If you're not willing to take a, a COVID vaccine, we don't trust that you're not going to waste an organ. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Next. Yeah. And they're all like, but but my freedoms. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're free to die all you want. That should be clear in this yeah. country them's its consequences again all right i don't know anything about this next story uh it was in alt science something about homeopathic teething gels oh yeah there was a homeopathic I... teething gel that was taken off of the market um recently because it had belladonna in it deadly nightshade and it killed eight babies and sickened or killed 10 babies sorry and sickened 400 babies homeopathy doesn't do any harm mm. <laughs> Don't get homeopathic teething gels for your babies. What? <laughs> I don't. Homeopathic medicine is just like diluted. Well, no, water. no, I get like, no. But what's 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 wrong with regular teething? Uh, teething is it the plastic, and that's supposed to be bad, or I don't know. Alt science people, people. Okay, I, I... yeah, they don't want to give them real science. They don't want to put you know whiskey on their gums. They don't want to use teething rings. They want to buy homeopathic because it's natural and it's better for them, except it has belladonna in it. Wow, yeah. Unsafe levels of belladonna in your teething gel. That yeah. seems like a problem. 
Yeah, pretty much. I feel like you could have eliminated that part and it would have been fine. <laughs> well, the, the, pro- the problem is, is that um, homeopathic stuff is not, there's no regulation on it. Nobody tests it. So it, right, but why? But why right, put but that? Jared, but, why? Why even <laughs> include that in your bullshit recipe? Yeah, I'm just not. Let's you know, put no poison in it <laughs> and just go with it. They didn't, you know, they didn't uh, water it down enough. So, but they didn't need to put it in. Yeah, <laughs> they could have put a bunch of other stuff that wouldn't kill you. I mean, again, unless they're doing the 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 like cures like. So in order to <laughs> cure baby poisonings they have to put in some baby poisons <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's it's been on the market for six years it took six years to get it off the market i have <laughs> hey six years and only six babies died ten babies died ten ten what's the percentage on that that's very small that's fine leave it out there <laughs> worth it for all the good it's doing right i mean how many people died of covid right it's only like 0.12 percent what's the big deal yeah we hear that when all the time. When you break it down to percentages, it's real easy to get away with bad shit. <laughs> yeah. Homeopathy's not real, people. Don't do it. <laughs> also, homeopathic people who are making this shit, just don't put the poison part in. Yeah, just do it. And you can continue <laughs> to make money. Yep. <laughs> you can even say that you put it in. Right. Yeah. It's not <laughs> regulated. <laughs> don't. That's fine. <laughs> it's not, not regulated. People don't test. Just, just don't put it in there. Hedge your bets. Don't poison babies. <laughs> I can't believe we're giving homeopathic advice on this podcast. But okay. I mean, it's not bad. Oh, it's God. still better than what they are doing. So yeah. So, but what is it? But what exactly is it like? Okay, wait. I'm very confused by this fucking thing. Okay. A normal teething ring for a child is is a ring made out of plastic. It's various. Well, what else could be made out of? Rubber, silicon, silicon. Okay. So I'm assuming that they they think all these things are going to kill the babies. So they make one out of what? What is the the main ingredient in this teething ring that kids can chew on? That's making it because like oh no, it's, it's a gel. Silicon. Oh, it's a gel. Yeah, oh, this oh, is a gel. Oh, it's a, ah. oh okay. Teething yeah, tablets. This is not a teething toy. This is a teething gel. Mm. Okay, to dull so, the pain. Yes. Okay, so they just could have put like water, gelatin. Well, I mean, you give a baby starch. Yeah. You give a teething baby belladonna, the, the teething pain's really going to be the least of their worries. <laughs> now, according to them, does belladonna do something for the baby, and that's why it's in there? Don't know. It just or says, just, it's just, you know, natural relief teething tablets. Maybe, does belladonna have some kind of numbing agent in it, as well as the poison? Oh, maybe. I'm just trying to figure out why in this concoction right. they just didn't put water, gelatin, food, yeah. Right, does it have an anesthetic property that we don't know about, or... Perhaps, no. Right. Okay, okay, this is, it's, it's all coming together now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, from the mind of the, the homeopathic way of thinking, it should be that they're in pain in their mouth. What causes pain in your mouth? Get, take that and dilute it to, you know, 10 to the millionth or whatever. Um, but I still don't understand the belladonna. I don't know how we got the belladonna from there. I'm sure there's some weird leap of logic in there, but I have no idea. All right, we're running long. Um, I did just as a, again, I try to give a positive story on the last, on the last story. <laughs> so as a final story, Dustin asked for a shout out. Um, I have not been paying any attention to how the Olympics are going, the Winter Olympics. However, did they start already? 
I don't I don't know. Soon? Like I really yeah, I haven't been paying any attention. This weekend. <laughs> Mm. I weekend. pretty much okay. when the, the news comes on and they start talking about the Olympics, I totally zone out. But right. this, the true story of the Jamaican bobsled team from the 1993 film Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsled team is at it again. Uh, <laughs> they have qualified and will be at the Winter Olympics this year. Oh, good for them. Nice. Way to keep the dream alive. <laughs> Not the same dudes, is it? No, oh, I can't imagine. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. that, that would be too amazing for words. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just again, I just wanted to mention because it, it, that that's kind of cool. That's uh, if you've ever seen the movie, I know I saw it back in like late ninety three, ninety four, somewhere in there. I really don't remember it, but it, it was a fun movie, and you know, good for them. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're trying to practice bobsledding in Jamaica—that you know, that, yeah, I, I, I like all the parts of that. So there you go. That's all I have for this week. You guys have anything else? I have nothing. Not thank I. you. No. All righty. Uh, then that's going to be it for this week. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. Again, if you contribute to our Patreon page, we really do appreciate it. It does help us keep the podcast going. Also, a special shout out to uh, those of you who can join us uh, live tonight. Alpha, Dustin, Grinch, Hesion Gixon, Jeff, and Spin Jim, who I think this is his first time. <laughs> so really do appreciate the feedback and the uh, the fact-checking, even the memes that get posted and distract everyone. <laughs> do, do appreciate the feedback. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can share the podcast on social media, leave a review for us on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, something we said or something you'd like for us to talk about, uh, you can post on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all of them at soontobenamednetwork.com. It's a long URL, but it's worth it. Hey, speaking of other podcasts, right? You got any update on that patron-only podcast? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Coming out next week. We'll see. We'll see how the editing goes. We'll see how the recording goes, for that matter. But we're kind of, we're kind of, we're kind of setting it up, getting close. Yeah, it's coming together any second now. We'll, we'll drop it soon. We'll give it to them on the fourteenth to tell yeah. our patrons how much we love them for Valentine's Day. Ah. Oh, so it's gone from a Christmas <laughs> pod to a Valentine's Day. It was pod. only ever a bonus pod. Yeah, I don't think we were ever thinking it was Christmas, but. I'm listen. I don't know what you guys are doing, but we may be recording this in February. But I am wearing my Christmas hat. It is a goddamn Christmas pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what whatever gets you through the day, man. I appreciate. Yeah, it. <laughs> I, I don't hate that at all. But yeah, this will be a uh, a patron only podcast. We will be posting it on the Patreon page. Um, so yeah, there you go. Mm. As a thank you to all the people who support our podcast. So, uh, wrapping it up, uh, thanks everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.